Welcome to the Oroville News Podcast, Episode 7. Today is the 12th of November and we'll briefly look at the intricacies of our community's events over the last three weeks. From the significant developments surrounding Satprem's exit to the ongoing ROR saga, there's a lot to cover, so let's get started. The sudden verbal notice requesting Satyaprane's exit from India by the end of October 2023 has taken many by surprise, and the repercussions of this decision are still unfolding. Regardless of the specifics, it's clear that such notices create an atmosphere of uncertainty. On the 30th of October, residents of Oroville organized an open house event at the Oroville Earth Institute, showing appreciation and recognition to Satprem for his tireless and fearless efforts to stand for truth in our community and the immense contributions he has made to Oroville, to India and to the world. The same night, a collective meditation and prayer was held at the Tibetan Pavilion. Talking about Satprem, the Oroville Earth Institute, which was founded by him over 30 years ago, has lately been in turmoil. Among actions taken by the Secretary's office and their appointees against the Earth Institute, the blockade on the Institute's bank account stands out, causing operational difficulties, such as being unable to pay the employees on time. The decision to strip Satprem and Ayanar of their roles as executives has further aggravated the situation, risking the survival of the Institute as a world-leading pioneer in earth and construction. Additionally, the Register of Residents, usually called the ROR, has been in the limelight once again. The Secretary's office announced Satprem's removal from the ROR and the removal of Ayyappan as an executive of the Earth Institute was based on him being omitted by the Secretary's office from the ROR. This has prompted the legitimate working committee to call for an emergency residence assembly decision. The results of this process are unequivocal. Out of 741 voters, 98% have approved a resolution denouncing the arbitrary removal of Satprem, Mayel, Ayyappan and any others from the Register of Residents by the Secretary's Office and affirming that they remain members of the Residence Assembly. On the legal front, recent hearings at the Madras High Court have revolved around the appointment processes and membership of Oroville's Town Development Council. Regarding the April 2022 ruling of the National Green Tribunal, this continues to be violated with ongoing tree-cutting. Hearings related to the National Green Tribunal's judgment are scheduled in the coming weeks, both in Chennai and at the Supreme Court level. Also, Let's talk briefly about RTI applications made under India's Right to Information Act. In the case of many RTIs submitted to the Oroville Foundation, valid requests were either ignored or received insufficient responses. Such instances were appealed and the Information Commissioner, in his rulings, repeatedly expressed severe displeasure over the conduct of the Secretary's office requesting new responses to be given within short time periods. Land, especially in Oroville, holds more than just monetary value. Recent discussions about potential exchanges of plots like Jaima, Hermitage and Aranya have raised eyebrows. These plots, some acquired with the mother's blessings, 
are crucial to maintaining the bioregion's ecological equilibrium. News of another land exchange involving Oro Orchard, one of Oroville's biggest farms, named by the mother herself, has also caused dismay and may harm Oroville's food sustainability. All possible efforts are currently being undertaken to ensure that such land exchanges, which would be detrimental to Oroville, and do not follow legally established procedures or due process, are not carried out. Talking about land, the ongoing challenge in the communities of Evergreen, Ami and Abri continues to unravel. PKS, the individual who grabbed valuable roadside land belonging to and occupied by Oroville for over 30 years, has taken further actions, such as installing CCTV cameras on the encroached land and marking the line of the encroachment. With the hearings still in the courts and the secretary-appointed land board's conspicuous silence, residents and stewards of the affected areas are left with continuing uncertainty. Now let's talk about visas. Recent numbers and statements from the Secretary's office suggest that visa application processes have been smooth. However, ground reports indicate otherwise. Over 80 residents recount tales of reduced visa periods, unexplained delays, unsubstantiated claims of individuals opposing development and myriad other obstacles. Contrary to the official narrative, the situation with visa recommendation letters is not improving, to the extent that some residents have been waiting for their letters for over a year now and are unable to travel to or from Oroville in the meantime. This creates an administrative limbo for many non-Indian Oroville'ians who are dependent on a visa to be able to live and work in Oroville. Finally, it's noteworthy to mention that the 5th Tamil Nadu Young Thinkers Meet was held between 3rd and 5th November in Oroville's Savitri Bhavan. The meeting was not announced and was not open for attendance by Oroville residents. Speakers included the secretary, Dr. Jayanti Ravi, the spiritual teacher, Swami Mitrananda, and active political figures such as the chief minister of Pondicherry. According to testimonies, about 50 young people from a politically active social organization were brought in from outside Oroville to attend the meeting. They did not engage with the Oroville community in any noticeable way. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Oroville News Podcast. We hope these insights provided a comprehensive overview of ongoing events. As always, the strength of our community rests in unity, informed understanding and open dialogue. Until our next episode, stay informed, engaged and connected.